Hello and welcome into the SoRare Data Strategy Show. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare, joined almost as always by PSU fans too, Sean Newsham. We've got a difficult topic today, but before we get into that, Sean, that's a nice shirt you got on there. It is. I don't know where uh, where our boy Quinny is. Um, I, I he's in the chat, so who knows? I don't chat? know if he's actually watching. But oh, no, he was in the chat. Okay, so yeah, got a nice new Jota jersey. Let's see if you can see it. So like, we're all ready for the yeah. new season. Got it. Got it shipped in the other day. Well, it was pretty quick. I really like the kits. I mean, I, I as soon as I bought them, I was planning to to buy a Jota jersey. I just wasn't sure if I could get it shipped here because uh. Some of the, the teams, I can't get them shipped to the state. So I was happy to see that I was able to get this shipped here. So that was a nice surprise for me. It wasn't that expensive. I think it was like 130 USD or something. That's not so Actually, no, you know, it might not even be that much because the euros are pretty much identical to what the USD is right now. So it probably wasn't even that much. If or before you had uh, Jota and this shirt, what was what's your opinion on hoops on a jersey? In terms of what hoops, like, isn't that what they call the uh, vertical or horizontal stripes? stripes? I'm fine with stripes. I like stripes on jerseys, honestly. Um, they make you look fatter, which for me probably does not help, but uh, I don't care. I like generally seeing like uh, stripes on jerseys. Typically, I really wanted a River Plate shirt. But I'm just like not a sash guy, and I was, like, all they needed was just like a plain black, and I'm I was in, and I know they have like training shirts and like jackets, but like I just wanted the jersey, and I haven't got it. Instead, today I'm repping my Steel City T-shirt. Shout there out you to go. Uh, Evaldo. Um, there you go. Thank you to everyone who has joined us live. Quinny was first in. I still don't know if he's seen this jersey. But we also have Chris Quirk, Mike Bastin. It's nice to see some regulars. Uh, Zeke Zaki, John Andrews, Roland Richard, uh, Glenn, Baptiste, Zarki, Alex. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and for anyone who is catching up, thank you for uh, watching the video. If you guys would please hit the like button below. It's very helpful for getting more people to see the videos and the ability to get these out to more people is just helpful for us. So if you could hit that like, it's uh, greatly appreciated. If you are listening on Spotify, you can also watch us on Spotify. If uh, you know we pull something up on the screen, which we, we tend to do, uh, you can see it right on Spotify. Anyone who's listening just to the audio version, um, we'll try to describe what we're showing um, as we go along. So we talked about, or we did a, a how to build a five ETH gallery back in the spring, which we've at the time focused a lot on American Asia cards because those were the ones that were coming up into the season. We were discussing doing a European one and the timing basically got away from us. And we were talking about how we should have done this show a month ago, but we can't go back and do it. But we also appreciate that there are people who are starting now and could be helped by this. So we thought maybe we'll do another five ETH. And then we, I was kind of like, you know, I, I think that's just like more than people want to spend at this point. And then we were like, all right, we'll do one ETH. And I was like, I think we should do a thousand. And every time I lowered the amount, Sean got angrier and angrier. 
And then when I was like, we're going to do it in euros. And you were like, no, not doing it. And I was like, I think people are going to want euros. It's limited. And people tend to use fiat in limited. And you were like, I'll do it as long as we just talk in ETH and the equivalent of euros. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to change the screen to show euros. And you were like, I, I don't even like that. No. But I'm going to do that. So no, you, I don't even keep up with the ETH price. Like, I don't even know. I, ETH went back up apparently to like 1650 today. So, I mean, the market will stay sta or stay stagnant. So that's that's fine. Um, but yeah, we also, so just, so Laird just gave you guys what I, my issues were with this. Laird's like, let's do this like six or thousand euro limited gallery. We can buy cards like Gill and so-and-so from Asia and America. I'm like, no, if we're doing this, we're doing it European because people are want to see like a European stuff. And also Laird also wanted to just like go through everything and fine tune it and like come up with a perfect plan. I'm like, no, if we're doing this, we should just do it completely from scratch without looking at anything and go into it completely blank so that we can like actually go through it like someone else um, would would do it. So like we are, I'm not the most familiar with uh, the limited market. So like, I don't even know what prices we're going to look at when we flip into this and see how to build the gallery. Cause we like, have an idea of what we want to do, obviously, but for all I know, we could pop in and like goalies are 1000 euros and then we're just done. So like, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing this. I think it will be fun doing it completely from scratch. So I think what's kind of funny with this process is like, I'm, a little more in tune with the limited market, but I do it in ETH. And so looking at it in euros for me is totally, it's like a totally new market. Like I have no idea what things cost. And so the, I'm like, oh yeah, this sounds like about right. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, I thought that would be 200 euros and it's 750. So we're going in pretty blind. We know the players, but another thing that we are going to discuss is essentially like, what we think we would try to compete in, which competitions we would compete in if this was our budget. And we we know that like we can't enter everything. We can't buy enough players to go like, oh yeah, we're gonna have All-Star and Champion Europe and Challenger and U23. But these new kind of special weeklies are helpful in terms of being able to enter things, some of which have like massive prizes. Like we know that the Specialist Limited offers up star rares as its top prize. And so, you know, based on where we go with this 1000 euros, do we think that we will end up playing specialist and underdog, or do we think all-star or U23 or champion Europe? Cause you know, the idea is champion Europe, you can get the best uh, limited prizes. So we're going in basically as if we joined yesterday. We obviously know a little bit about the SoRare market, so like, and how SoRare works. So we have a little bit of an advantage there, but we are basically trying to throw ourselves into something completely new, and this was the way to do it. So, Sean, you, where did you think? Like when we started, where did you think we would go to start? Goalie, but so I think I think. This is my thoughts on what our plan will end up being. And you can correct me if you have a different opinion, but I'm expecting us to go challenger Europe. I'm expecting us to start with goalie and then find a forward and then 
go on from there. And I expect us to get one to two goalies, two to three defenders, two to three mids, one to two forwards. And I think we will try to stick within one league as much as we possibly can for the ideal of the fact that we want them to be playing at the same time so that we always will have a lineup effectively. Um, and then I think that the plan will effectively be to play for either Global All-Star or Challenger uh, Europe Limited. And so, Quinny, here's what you missed, by the way. Got, got, my, new, got my new Jota jersey here. So just be excited about it, Quinny. Um, so I think that's what we're going to do. And then I, I think one thing we'll have to discuss is how to handle um, – limited or i'm sorry how to handle the specials and like how to handle like what we think about them yeah no i think that's that's right um we are going to make a watch list for this show uh it'll be public and it'll be in the description uh for those of you who are watching later since we haven't actually created it yet so i can't just plug it in um actually i guess i could and people could follow along but we're not we'll do that uh kind of on the stream the, I had a completely different thought and I don't know, I don't think there's a right or wrong, but I think mine probably has more, I don't even want to call it risk, but I think going straight to specialist uh, makes sense because the, it also leaves you with a little, like it leaves you having to have some I was going to say ETH, some euros left over because the under 40 guys each week are like tough to like, you can't buying one now. doesn't mean you like have one for the, for however long. And obviously if you buy challenger players, like you can play them. Plus, I, I mean, part of, part of my hesitation for doing it this way, and it's not necessarily hesitation perspective or, or per se, it's, I, you typically want to have a goalie as your U40. If you don't have the goalie as your U40, you're going to probably be at a disadvantage every week. Not like a massive, massive disadvantage, but you're likely at a disadvantage every single week. And then also you need to really get a massively high-end player yep. with the idea of doing that, uh, which, I, hey, maybe we can do that. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't looked at anything. But for me, I think it makes more sense to build out our challenger, possibly get that one elite-level guy. And if we get that elite-level guy, you can generally get some cheaper uh u40 guys uh mm -hmm. each and every week so like you can typically find them and then just resell them after you use them but you really are going to need that elite elite piece like a tadich or uh someone like that effectively so it's really going to come down to can we get that can we make that happen and, and i don't know as of now that's Tadic before he goes to Nottingham Forest, right? Well, yes. Actually, I will say I think he would do well at Tottenham Forest. Not what he does at, at Ajax, but like I think he would still be a pretty good player. Um, because he would be still absolutely dead. Get out of it. You would never play him. Yeah, yeah, I would I would play him all the time because he, no matter what, he's still gonna be really good because he's gonna take every set and every penalty and everything. So like he's still gonna put up decent scores. Is he gonna put up a 72 L40? No, but he's still probably he'd probably still be a top 10 challenger forward, I would I would reckon. Like, I would imagine he'd probably be around a 60 average player, give or take. Um, Obviously, like, I don't want him to go. Like, I want him to stay at Ajax. I'm just saying, like, I think he would still be quite good based on the amount of sets and penalties that he would take. Like, the fact that I just know he would be on everything, and that's... Uh, 
the case. You're missing like the, the piece that they got promoted. So he's not a challenger forward at nine. Oh, my bad. I did. I yeah, I completely blanked. I got promoted. Um, I don't think he's going to leave. Like, I don't really think. I don't think he's leaving either. By the way, it's like a random thing that came up. He's definitely not going. No, if he went to Nottingham Forest, I think he would be usable. No, you can't use anyone that's not a seventy average forward in Champ Europe and expect to have success. So yeah, I would agree. Okay, at least we got that. Yeah. Okay. My bad. He's not going, so it doesn't matter. Anyway. All right, I've been out of town way too much the last couple of weeks. My brain <laughs> is so fried. It's all good. All good. Okay. So let's check out. Do you usually just go to rankings? Yeah, typically so I would go start to rankings and I would, I would sort it like I would start in Challenger. And then once we found a league, which I mean, I, I'm guessing we're probably going to end up in the Belgian league because it's probably cheaper than that of going in the. Um, like in the Arriva de Vici, but yeah. uh, someone actually just mentioned this and I did know this. I didn't want to go down that path because I've seen a lot of people do it, but it does make some sense is that Ghent is a decent team to stack. Um, they have quite a few solid pieces and it totally does make sense. Can we change this over to ETH now, please, Laird? How much ETH do we have? Let, let's figure out how much ETH we have. It doesn't matter how much ETH we have. Yeah, I want to know how much ETH I have to work with because I don't, I don't understand any of this stuff. It, it literally doesn't matter though, because we need to stay. On I don't the understand game. it, Laird. I don't understand it. All right, fine, fine. We'll just do it. We'll do it your way, Laird. We'll do it your way. Nobody's Laird, here for you. So demanding, everybody. Just so demanding. So oh. we've got a thousand euros to spend. Uh, for one uh, thing, to go back to what you were saying, you said you wanted to stay in one league. Just to be clear, that's like one domestic league, not like yes. we just want all challenger. So we've talked. We talked about this at length during the five ETH gallery one. It's just like. The reason you do this is to make sure all of your players are playing at the same time. And generally, leagues play at the same time. There are some one-offs, obviously, that will force like some teams to miss out. But if you don't have like a huge gallery, both in terms of quality or quantity, you want to maximize the possibility that all of your players are playing at the same time. DNPs just don't do anything for you. So, yeah, so... Uh, I like Chris Quirk makes this point that like Turkey is very underrated and I completely agree with that, but it's also personally for me, like not the easiest league to follow. I mean, I happen to talk to some people who are, are well versed in the super league. So that helps me. But if like jumping into a new league that uh, you may not know, it's almost like you should, you should start doing the research to figure out like how, viable it is to find out news each week before you buy these players because like if all of a sudden there's like no news it's like really difficult to play those yeah so uh can we get an l40 sort here there mr larry <clears throat> yeah my, my brain can't handle it all right so we got so looking at like the more top end stuff and we're talking like strictly top end goaltenders uh if i look at like understall 0.3 uh morris or not 0.3, sorry. Well, it's, it's, it's three-tenths of what we can spend. Yeah, 300 euros. Anthony Morris is about 300 euros. I will say also with this, I'm not necessarily focusing on getting midweek utility. If we get it, that's awesome, but I'm not really going to be fully focusing on that. All right, let's scroll down a little bit more. I'm also going to um, add, because it's limited, we are mostly going to just use the floor prices for yeah. how much the value. I remember when we did the show back in the spring, Little we were looking at like rares and super rares. We actually bought zero limiteds. Yes. And 
what we did then was kind of like we saw the floor prices, but if there was like, you know, if it was way out of whack, like we took kind of an average or like we figured out like what we thought it would go for. The, the limited market is so liquid that like floor prices generally are the price that you have to pay, at least, it, you know, maybe not for the super elite, meaning for the non-super elite guys, maybe those you can get a little bit of a discount, but I'm not going to like shave prices anywhere here because of that. Mike Batson's already pointed out that you've already used goaltender once as if this. Yeah, is well, people just have to deal with that. So Joe Hart's 350. Butez is 239. He's of interest to me because I, I if he stays, we know he's probably one of the best goalies in the league in terms of talent. So like yeah. that's viable. Adon at 254 is interesting. I don't that really looks, know. If we can that go. looks really interesting to me. Yeah, I don't really know if we can fully go to the Portuguese league, but we could even do a port, a sporting stack possibly depending on prices of people. Um, I'm just trying to think of the forward options, which maybe we would have to find elsewhere outside of sporting because I don't know exactly who's going to be locked in for them at striker. Um, so, all right. So Libakovic's around 424. Let's keep scrolling here. I don't want to go Safinov. Um, Sakir's a solid option, but he's a bit expensive. We could just buy Diego Costa and call it a day. <laughs> be done with it. Yeah, that's our, that's our gallery win, and he's there. Um, none of these guys are super appealing to me. We'll keep scrolling here. I have one in mind that I'm yeah. thinking about, but I don't know his price. I will say, I don't think we go there, but I think you could go with Akinfaev and like cheap your way through Russia. Yes. And I don't disagree with that. I think there's some validity in that approach as well. Um, so the person I had in mind was Mignole, but he's a little bit more expensive than I was expecting because I think you could pair him with some decent options for cheap. And you have a decent Bruges stack as well. Um, Daniel Schmidt is 134. That's interesting to me because that's really cheap for a guy that's locked in. Um, again, so Van Crom Bruges is 239. I really like that. That's a pretty favorable price for Van Crom Bruges, who, again, uh, is locked in. Um, uh, none of these guys are looking super appealing to me. Uh, I wouldn't go for Coop. You don't want to pay the U23, U23 tax. Uh, same thing with Vandevort. Yannick oh, um, Van Osh, 109. Uh, he's he's dirt cheap. That is that is for sure. So, yeah, like a lot of these is guys. Bra- are, is Brandon Horse starting? Um, possibly. I'm not as familiar with him. Somebody, I think somebody said that in chat. Uh, I think someone did say that in chat. Um, oh, Mike Baston. Of course it was Mike. Mike, Mike is, is, he is he starting? Because I'm not sure if he's locked in or not. I'm not familiar with that team. Me neither. The way, the way I do goalies anymore is like I just have like one stack and then I just win them and then I just like plug them in whenever and then sell the rest because I know the, it's a whale problem. But The funniest thing about goalies, and this was in a Discord chat we were in, somebody like was looking for a goalie and they were like, hey, so-and-so seems really cheap. And you and I were both like, then he's probably not starting. And they're yeah. like, are you sure? And I'm like, well, that's the like, that's why guys seem cheap. Correct. Typically, if a guy seems cheap, they're not starting. So like that, that's for Brandahorse makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I think, well, yeah, because it's perfect. So Mike, I love to do this. So like, uh, I did it with Gator Guy for this weekend. Gator Guy like hard sold me on a guy um, on playing Andy Polo this week. He hard sold me. So I told Laird yesterday, I'm like, it's it's a win win situation. Either he does really well, or I get to blame Gator guy. So, like in this situation, either Brandon Horse starts, or I get to blame Mike Baston. So it's it's a great situation. So I think 
what I would probably do here, Laird, and you tell me what you're thinking, is I would put on this list, and I'm not going to keep all these at the end. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna remove some, but I would put Brandahorst, I would put Daniel Schmidt, and I would put Van Crombruge on the list. Um, in terms of options, because if I can keep two, I would like to keep two. If I can only keep one, I might go Van Crombruge instead because he's obviously a better option. Um, so that would be something I would probably put on the list. Yeah. Um, also, like my lack of knowledge on Brandhorst would have me confused. And is there any other guys that make sense? You can keep scrolling if you want to and see if there's anything below this that that makes sense. Um, obviously, Vindal just got replaced. The Kaiser, we don't know about. Uh, did you see, by the way, Laird, since it impacts you, you might care about it, but um, Schubert is injured and needs surgery, so that's a good sign for, for Jur and Howen. Do you – wait, what's wrong? Oh, you're just saying to Kaiser with the injury? Yeah, to Kaiser with the injury. Hasn't, hasn't been back and isn't established. Yeah. Yeah, so, John, the issue with Adon, and Adon could also be on the list. I guess we could add Adon, too, but I don't anticipate us going into Portugal because I think it will be better if we stick outside of Portugal. But we can put Adon on the list because that will keep our op options open because he's the same. Did we say no to Van Osh? Huh? Yannick Van Osh. Van Osh on the list. I wouldn't probably put him, um, but I'm fine with him going on the list. We can, yeah, put him on for now, and then yep. we'll uh, – all right. All right, so like now we're gonna move over to Defender. But yeah, so it's a situation where we're gonna go through this and then we're gonna assess where we're at from a perspective. Um, I do agree Anthony Morris is a good option as well. Um, so like those are some he's of the names that are pretty solid. He's he's expensive, but he's also a pretty solid option. Like I like Mignolet too. Like I think Mignolet makes sense, but he's a bit more expensive. Like it's hard for me to really go, um, for example, like. I don't think I'd go Morris over Van Crombruge because I think Van Crombruge is a better option on a better team with better possible midweek utility, assuming they get Europe. So for me, Van Crombruge is just better in every way than um, those other guys we mentioned. So like if we're paying up, I'm pretty certain we're going to go with Van Crombruge. Is there anyone that you liked, Laird, other than the four listed that even expensive, more expensive than what we have? I, I just don't think it's worth spending up like if you're going to spend up at a position this ain't it yeah correct and and for me like so van crombruge at 239 i think anderlecht's probably the second best team in belgium um and like to me it's like the top three are ghent anderlecht and bruges this year mm -hmm. and rofe is 407 and mignolet is about 300 so to me, like I'm gonna just go Van Crombruge and get a major savings there because I think that he's as good, if not better, than both of those. Um, it is so funny hearing you speak in in fiat. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm being forced into this against my will. <laughs> is there any reason to look at Champion Europe? No, not to me. I mean, if you want to, we can. I really I just, don't know what the prices are, so like we might as well uh, just to see like. Maybe that'll give people an idea of like why we're not going to Champ Europe. Because right. That's definitely a reasonable option. I mean, look um, at how affordable your boy Steve Mandanda is. 208. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, like you as you can see here, like looking through all of these guys, like none of the top end guys are really worthwhile. They're all very expensive. And like the difference you're getting is just not a drastic amount. Um, 
with the exception, I guess, if you were really, really convinced Samir Handanovich was yep. locked in and you could go with that. But I mean, for me, I would much rather go with like Van Crombridge or I'd rather go those other guys, I think, than that. Um, Unai Simone is, is a solid option, possibly. So there are some some Champ Europe guys that are what a bit more um, reasonable than I was expecting. Yeah, and a lot no of one, just... no one really steps out to me though as like a clearly better option. Right, Rakosha's cheap. I don't think he's locked in though. That's that was going to be my next question in terms yeah. of Rakosha. I figured he'd be locked in. That's weird. He's not locked in. Um, yeah. So I I don't know if it, Ter Stegen makes a little bit of sense at three forty eight as well. But I think again, like I would still not go this high in this position. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Let's go back. Uh, to yeah, that. to me, I, I don't think Champ Europe on this budget makes any sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm actually going to change our minimum games to like four to see if that changes anything. Um, all right, so we've got the Challenger Europe defenders here. Uh, I I think Timber might be a little too expensive. Yeah, I think if, you're probably you literally want anyone more. else. So. I think that that is probably not a realistic guy. Um, I think realistically a defender. So if we think that four or defend or goaltender is going to cost us 200, let's call goalie 200 ish, right? I want at least two defenders. You probably can't spend much more than 300 at defender 200 to 300 is probably your range. And I want two at that range. Would you agree? Yes. So, like, you're looking at all these guys, and realistically, they're probably all outside of your price range, with the exception of, you could go Pharaoh. I'm not sure what we're going to get from him this year. Where did he go again? Um, he went to Vitesse. Right. So, like, you could go him, and he could be really good. Like, I that that's a little bit too risky for me with this situation and this budget. Um, but he totally could be someone that, that's really productive. Yeah, um, I'm going to add him just because when we go back... I think yeah. we're going to have this whole like, oh, should we have had Pharaoh? For sure. So like scrolling down here a little bit, um, I think that uh, Coates makes some sense because I think that he is quite good. And we do have the option to pair him with a Don depending yeah. on what we're looking at here. Um, I'm not so sure I ended up adding a Don. What? I don't think I added a Don to the list. Yeah, we'll have to go back and add a Don. Add again. But you don't, you don't have to now. Though. Yep. We, we know that he's doing it. Um, I just saw Sirdar Aziz is injured and will be yep. missing, uh, what, a couple of months. Half. So so he's not really someone I would consider. The rest of these guys I wouldn't really look for. Um, so Jared just said Vitesse might struggle bad. I'm not sure if Vitesse is going to be that bad. They could they could struggle a bit, but I don't I don't think they're going to be that bad. But You like, um, you like Melly too much to think they'll, they'll be bad. Huh? You like uh, Melly Muhlenstein too much. I mean, I have literally the whole team yeah. defensively. That's true. I think defensively they're okay because, like, I do like Melly. I think Melly's quite good. Um, they get Wittick back, which helps, although they were talking about selling him. Um, the defense to me could be okay. It's just, like, they got to replace Openda and guys like that, and that might be a bit more of a struggle. Yeah. Like, they've lost, they lost uh, Openda, Basler, and um, – and Doki, but like they replaced Doki and Basor effectively with Pharaoh and Melly. I they just got someone in a young kid um, today that could be oh, like sorry, sort yeah. of the replacement for uh, for Appenda, but he's young and I'm not sure. I forget his name off the top of my head, um, but I'm not sure how good he'll be right away. Uh, so that's that's a little bit concerning from that perspective. 
So let's what, keep... are you, what are your thoughts instead of pairing Adan and Coates with doing something like Adan and Otamendi just because it's at least the same league and they're both like elite teams in that league? So I would rather – I'm not as confident in Otamendi just in general going into this season. Um, obviously, he's a bit older. It's just he's a bit concerning to me of exactly what to expect from Otamendi. That's just my opinion on that, though. Do you have a different opinion? No, that's fair. I mean, the scores are kind of, I mean, they speak for themselves, but you're, I mean, you're right. He's old and you never know, but. If I'm playing a Dawn, I'm going to pair him with Co- Coates. Yeah. So, all right, let's keep scrolling here. Um, Negative and Gadgwe is solid. I like him. Your boy, Gernot Trauner, is, is up there. Um, he's someone that's very solid. I'm not going to touch many of these other guys. Uh, not super interested. Um, Sergio Gomez. He's probably someone we should put on the list because of the pairing with uh, Van Crombrugge. But I will say that that will probably get um, switched out a little bit as yeah. we go because I have other people that I'm considering. Uh, Gil Harum, that's a great option. Yeah. Great guy. And seeing him at a price like that is very appealing to me because that could be a guy we add as like a cheaper option to uh, add some depth to our gallery. So, yeah, so people are talking about some of these old guys uh, – Little Lettuce just asked about Pepe, uh, the fact he's 39. For me, I'm just going to avoid guys that are really old that I don't really expect to have much left in the tank um, because if you're going with this with this idea in this gallery and this size, you really can't take risks. And if you can replace them with someone at a similar price at a much younger age, I think it will just go a lot further for you in the long run. <clears throat> yep, I'm not going to disagree with that. But any names you're seeing here? I mean, we got to keep scrolling, obviously. I, I was going to say that I think we're going to say this like all season, but like like the Russian guys seem cheap. Like Daviv is pretty cheap at 110, but like, yeah, you just never He's know. He's still got the U23 tax. Like Senesi, I think Senesi is pretty cheap at 80, at 81. That is pretty cheap. Um, that's someone that's pretty cheap. Uh, really cheap, actually. Brandon Mekla at like 113. That's pretty cheap. 119, that's relatively cheap. Um, your boy Rakitsky down there at $17. I that's wild. <laughs> Are you gonna buy a limited of him as well? I should. I have the rare and super rare. You should just get the rainbow. You just gotta get the unique then, then you're all set. Hmm. Um yeah, so Chris is talking about Wesley Ho. We'll go to Wesley Ho, because that is definitely who I was planning to bring up in the event we go with Van Crombrugge. Um, so that's someone that definitely is going to be named. Who did you just say? I just added Rakitsky. Oh yeah. I mean, you got to add Rakitsky. Is your boy um, Jilaboji gone? Like what's going on here? I don't know. He what? was kind of met at the end of last season. I don't really know if I'd go there based on what I saw at the end of last season. Um, Christian Burgess, that's a pretty solid option, especially he's someone to add. Um, yeah. he's a guy that I think makes some sense as well. I mean, if you have Morris, that's an easy combo. If you have Morris, that would be an easy stack in that situation. My boy, Robin Proper is dirt cheap that uh, is dirt that injured is like right insultingly now. cheap he is injured right now but uh it's a little bit cheap bruno martin's indie is very cheap he's someone to add so like I, i'm feeling i'm feeling a bit better about our our situation here laird i agree defender prices uh knowing that i'm pretty confident we can get three three to four guys for around 200 dollars or 250 so i'm feeling good uh so yeah, what's offering to sell me the rakitsky unique 
Yeah, oh yeah, you just gotta get the Rakitsky unique. You just get the full rainbow effect going, Laird. You, then you gotta win the common though, Laird. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know if you can win the common. Um I'm not sure if you can do that. So Wesley Hote, I would add, um, because seems, I think he makes sense. He seems and, really expensive versus what we just added to the list. It does, but again, like if you are doing something like this, I think stacking definitely makes a lot of sense. And then the other person I want to look at is um Sorry. is Delcroix from them as well. Cause I think Delcroix might be cheaper, might be a cheaper option. Let's see if there's anyone else that stands out to you at all. Sorry. I was rushing through. Look at no, no, you're good. You can rush through it. Um, so yeah, we're looking like Leo Duarte. I don't know. Not really interested in any of these guys. Keep strolling there. Keep scrolling. Um, none of these guys make tons of sense to me. And like, yeah, guys, there also could be like, we're scrolling down the list, trying to find people and trying to pick people out. Um, there are, Probably other people. Our boy Melly, we got to add Melly. I mean, just out of respect to Melly, I think I think he's in a much better spot to be quite a bit better than what he was. Um, and that was the first card I ever purchased on Sower, Laird. That's fun. Yeah, first ever card purchased by me on Sower, I believe. So we got to respect him. So is Makita uh, going to start this year? He has not been playing in the friendlies. I have not seen what the plan is with him. He has not been playing at all in the friendly. So I'm, I'm expecting they're probably moving him somewhere or he's injured or something. I, but I don't know uh, with what the deal is with Machida. When, um, when Limiteds came out, I got Oki and Machida and I was so excited. Yeah, I was I like, haven't. I'm going to win so much U23. And I I did not. You did not. Yeah, um, yeah the last person I want to look at is Delcroy because I want to see how much he is. Yeah, I was going to say. I might have to search for him. He, I don't, he might be. He's like a 45 L40, I think. Actually, I don't even know what his L40 is. It might be lower. Just control. let me see what it is. So yeah, Delcroix is someone that um, his L40 is 40, Laird. So Adam. Yes, yeah, so we'll add Delcroix and we'll see how much he is. So he's $69. He's a much better path, in my opinion, to an Anderlecht sack if we want to do something like that. He also has some U23 flexibility, which is also quite nice. All right, so I feel like that's a good list at midfield. Is there anyone else that you're thinking of that we should be adding? I think I don't think there's anyone where we're like, oh my gosh, how did we forget so and so? It's like a bunch of guys that are there. Like, um, there's some interesting ones in in chat that are being um, thrown out. Mike said uh, Maxim Osipenko from Rostov. If we wanted to go in into uh, Russia. Um, Bullstar saying Wuthrich. I don't know who that is. Wuthrich is solid. It's, I, I think a lot of these names are like replaceable, if that makes right. sense. Right. So like the issue for Wuthrich and why I would not go with Wuthrich is you're going into Austria and you get that dreaded Austrian winter break. So and long. Realistically speaking, like you're not going to want to do that. So I, I think for me, I would probably stay away from Austria if we can do that. Yeah. So, so Jared just brings up a good name and that's Boston, Witch from yes. here in Bean who missed last year entirely uh, due to, I believe he tore his ACL uh, early in the season, but this is a guy who has a history of massive scoring output from him. So, uh, the, the issue is, is like you, it is a risk because he might not play that much or 
might not be as effective as he was, uh, but he's someone that's really cheap and you're not going to have to pay much. So like 20, he's definitely someone that's viable as well. Yeah. 25 euros is pretty cheap. And I do. So, so Tease just said, I agree. Uh, here to me could be pretty decent this upcoming season. Like I think they could definitely take a step upwards uh, compared to other teams um, in the Riva DBC. Like I think there's a couple teams that will probably be pretty poor, but I think here and should get a uh, step upwards looking at like what they have and who they brought in. All right, moving on to the mid. I definitely am a lot more excited about this, Laird. Um, did did you want to look at champion defenders? You can look at champion defenders. Um, always good to check. Dude, Juan Cuadrado is just so yeah. disrespected. Yeah, Cuadrado's been disrespected. He's like that old guy that's really solid that just no one gives the credit for. Um, and there's no different here in limiteds as well. So, like, that's definitely someone to look at. Um, so, like, I mean, you, these guys aren't bad, and the options are reasonable. Like, Tamori at 159 seems reasonable to me with some of these other options that we we're looking at. So, um, I think that that's totally realistic. Um, as you go down the list, though, like, you're looking at a lot of these guys are like two to $300. I don't think you're necessarily going to want to do that. Um, and compared to some of these guys we saw in the challenger scene that are probably better overall plays um, than what you're going to get out of a lot of these limited. Plus there's quite a few good limiteds like Koulibaly that just don't have cards. Um, yeah. But like they're, they're good scores that are pretty solid people as well. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it turns into a bunch of guys pretty quickly. Um, Tease, how do people pronounce your name that is completely wrong? Or do they call you Ties? Ties. Yeah, yeah. I know it's not Ties. <laughs> so, all right, all right, on to the midfield position. So, you got these high end guys that we're probably not going to be looking at. Like, realistically speaking, we're not going to look at them. One name that I do think we should look at is Naboa. Yeah, I was going to say Naboa, like, this is like one of the things about Sora data that, like, you are able to quickly find guys like Naboa who like score wise just absolutely smashes and is so much cheaper. Yeah. So Naboa is someone that comes in. Um, Chris is just talking about some older guys like Hamshik and Biglia and Biglia is such a beast. Biglia has smashes and he's someone that's quite good as well. Um, Treble could be good if he starts and stays. Mm -hmm. I listened to Techers and Josh Force. Um, breakdown and, they, and Tecker's talk about Treble. He doesn't think that Treble will be locked in there. He thinks that Treble mm -hmm. gets replaced by someone potentially. Okay. Um, so I don't know if I touch that. I mean, Hamshick is definitely an option. Um, $25. Like you can't really go wrong with that. There's um, there's definitely some Big risk Lee. with it, but like Bigly, like I think Bigly is a perfect person to put on the list. Um, and, and realistically, I think we're probably looking at you want to spend about two to three hundred in this position as well. Um, Bigly also coming in with the perfect fifty nine point three for specialists, so he doesn't waste your sixty plus spot. That is actually pretty fantastic uh, from mm -hmm. that perspective. My boy Big Bob, love me some Big Bob Scoose. I think that someone else that we'll get to eventually is Brian Hainan. I think Hainan could be in for a really good year. Does, um, does Big Bob not seem a little expensive when you look at him? Compared to guys like Bigly, I mean, obviously he's much younger, but like he's much younger. That's the point. But like, hey, yes, I mean, like you know what? Like Teddy Tuma might be better than. I was gonna say, would you rather Teddy or uh, Big Bob? Um, I don't know. I, I could be probably probably Teddy, but it, it's probably pretty close. I think 
USG takes a step back. I know they're not very deep and they might struggle a little bit. Um, you also get Teddy with Teddy, you get that awesome Malta exposure. You do. That is true. It's, honestly, some of those like small teams though, they do have some good exposure, but mm -hmm. again, I'm not really going to worry about um, some of those like additives here. Like, yes, it's a benefit, but it's also not massive to where sure. you really affect anything. Um, so Pedro Gonzalez was who I was thinking if you were going to go a, sporting stack that's a bit expensive but i think he could smash this year yeah i love him i hope he smashes i'll put it that way i think he has a shot to smash this year sure uh, most of these guys are a little bit too expensive for me did something happen to maxim i only uh, ask because i, I have like He's a ton of price alerts going off on him now he moves quite a bit there definitely could be something that um that has changed with him. Um, you know who could be good this year? Steph Peters. I think that's I was someone, just I think that's yeah. someone to add. Like I don't know how great he can be, but at $17, like I would much rather add him than some of these other guys because we saw what like Bob Scoofs did. And I think like I hate Burn Stork. The guy's a moron. Like I saw what he did with Gank, but he did not yank around Hanan. Hanan was very consistent and he got better as the season went along i think steph peters has a good shot to do that um so I, yeah, that's, I think he's that's got 13. someone to add as well also laird so something i'm seeing here too is we might be able to add some cheap guys at some of these positions and then we might be able to do like splurge on someone which is what i think you wanted to do i think yeah i think that's exactly what happens like I, it's really difficult to seriously compete in challenger europe without some of these elite guys and that's what made me and or really any of them when it comes to limited and that's what made me think of specialists because i'm like <clears throat> you really only need one elite guy and we are finding all these really cheap players who you know will score 55 to 60 points for like 25 euros so like the possibility that we can spend 500 on one player is there Granted, that's something we would tell everyone not to do. Like, if you're like, you don't want 50% of your gallery to be, you know, uh, taken by one player, but eh, that's all. Yeah, no, it's, <clears throat> I, it's, I do agree. Like, that's the problem is it's very hard to compete, especially in limiteds, unless you have some elite pieces. Um, so I, I don't hate the idea of like, we might have to bring in a good guy, uh, someone if we can. So I think that definitely makes sense. And we'll have to look at that because I'm, I'm looking, when I look at these defenders and these, these midfielders, I think we could probably spend 300 combined at those spots, which could maybe leave us for like a two to $300 player that could be like your linchpin to really like tie everything together. Yep. I am not seeing anyone here. Um, Raffalov, I don't think it's locked in. Foman, but he's in Russia. Same with Zakarian. Desart's injured. Mikarol was someone who was really good at the end of last year, but I'm not sure what his situation is. I don't follow it close enough. Um, Bacchusatis, he used to smash, but Visca's kind of like absorbed some of his stuff. And then there's Brian Hayne. I definitely want to add Brian Hayne. I really like um, Brian Hayne. I think he could have a really strong year for gank this year i i think that he definitely is locked in whenever they play as well um didn't, so he's someone that i think we have didn't baka say this transfer or, or am i mixing him up with someone else no he's still there i think 
Yeah, he's still a trombone sport. He was okay. He actually like so his L five looks great because of what he was doing with Greece. He was smashing with Greece yeah. in the Nations League. Yeah, I thought didn't somebody go to sporting or was he supposed to go to sporting and then didn't? Mm, I don't think so. Not that I heard of. I mean, I, it, possibly it's so hard to keep up with every transfer situation. Big lube. Just look at that. One forty three. Oh, oh, what a guy. My God, just buy six of those and you're fine. Yeah, you just just buy lubes and nothing else. You don't even have to play. Um, so Mike just said that Zemanski won't show here. I, I don't think Zemanski would really make the cut for us here, unfortunately. No. Uh, but I do think he should be pretty good for Feyenoord as well. Holtzhauser is a decent shout. I think Holtzhauser at 53 is pretty good. Where is um, he now? He should be quite good this season, I think. Um, he went to, what did he go to, Loven? Yeah. Yeah. He's basically like he's effectively replacing Mercier. Yes, was quite good. So, like, I think he's a good guy. Um, I'm sure there's other decent guys down here as well, but no one else I'm really looking to add down here. Is there anyone that you can think of? Nothing. No one seems to be jumping out. I mean, there's there's tons of solid guys here too. Yeah. Like Zaruki's solid, Moro's solid. Um, there's Goose Till could be pretty good this year if he gets locked in. Um, yeah. So Chris has said he's on trending. Yeah, Holzhauser should in theory be good. I actually looked at running him in the um you could run him in the specialist as a u40 player because i think wow. his l15 is u40 if you scroll back yep. up um so like that's pretty pretty good as well like that's very viable to have um and that's, yeah, that's really nice. important to have yeah so like you see he's a 38 l40 and that's definitely something i would consider from that perspective but i think it's going to take like two games and he's gonna be out of there if not one because <laughs> I, I think he should be pretty solid this year mm-hmm yeah, I think uh, somebody had mentioned Clayson, if this was the one they were talking about. There's probably a bunch of them anyway. Uh, it's Victor Klassen, I think they're talking about. Yeah, I, I'm not a big Victor Klassen fan. I've never been a big Victor Klassen fan. I mean, he can he can score goals. I just I think he struggles to, like, really smash. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's see. Kimmich doesn't fit. Oh, bummer. Shucks. None of these get, I mean, this is like, this is where the best players are like champion Europe midfield in, at least in terms of depth. So I don't think we're finding anyone here. I think you're muted. I would agree with you that you'd be correct in that situation. Yeah. Uh, you're just not going to find champion Europe guys. I don't think that makes sense. Um, like I'm not going to buy any of these guys realistically. Jonas Hoffman at 169 looks like a steal, though. Just saying. There's people, like, to be fair, the champ prices aren't bad on some of these guys. They're just a little bit too much for what you're trying to do with this right. gallery. Right. Um, like, like, there's definitely some pieces that are very strong that are out here. Yeah, the, the toughest thing about it is that, like, the scores are good. But if you're running them in champion Europe, they're not good enough. Correct. And so you're just, like, you're just stuck. Correct. Which is obviously a problem right like i think max arnold shout out to quinny is like a really good player and he scores really well i just don't know how much you're winning in champion europe with him i tend to agree which is a bummer oh well all right uh someone just asked about vitinia it's not good vitor Silva, it's vitor ferrer but i hope vitinia is great since i talked myself into buying him just before last week's show yeah you um, did Definitely in Poland form. Uh, that would be fantastic if he comes out. And and I think he does have the potential to be really good this year. Um, again, though, like you're not playing him in this uh, 
situation or this setting. Yep. So unfortunately, Dusan Tadic is going to be out of our price range, which is unfortunate. I mean, technically we can buy him. We just can't make any lineups. We No, we probably could, Laird. Yeah, we might be able to uh goal oh. You'd have to bare bones it. It would be like one of those 100 goalies and then a couple mids and defenders that are like 30 bucks each. So to be fair, we could do it, but like you'd be putting like 80% of your value in him, which there are worse people until he goes to uh, to Nottingham Forest and <laughs> not having a great time, just mm. at least. Not going to be a good one. Um, so there's really nobody at the – well, what do you think of this uh, Jancher? He's really strong. It's just a matter of um, waiting the three months that he takes off in the middle. Dealing with that. And and to be fair, like, so again, like this is a situation where you have to go with what you know, and I'm not familiar with that situation enough to feel comfortable getting involved there. Obviously, if he replicates exactly what he did, he would be good. Uh, So Atri just said that he is injured. So that's a great, great example. This is why I said, like, you always be doing, you should always be doing research on stuff. If you don't know what's going on with someone and you see them and they're cheap, don't just buy them. Make sure you are comfortable with a buy before you do it. Like, so if we were doing this, I would have looked up everything about him before I would. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm trying to stick to players that I'm familiar with and, and comfortable saying like I'm pretty comfortable with this person. Now they might move. So Laird's gonna go back up at the top here and sort by L40. Oh, you got you mean you got me go talking Euros. You at least gotta give me the L40 sort layer. Sorry, yeah. Um so I will say so here's an interesting one to me. I'm surprised Jesper Carlson's that cheap. Compared- I mean he's like yeah comparatively cheap. I think there's still like transfer fear with him, even though it's there been is. like clear that he's not going anywhere. There's transfer fear and there's injury fear. So, like, I totally acknowledge and understand why um, why people aren't buying him as frequently right now. But that's a guy that just smashes. Yeah, he just – to be, like, a third of the price, uh, two and a half less than Yota is nuts. I don't disagree with that. But, I mean, Yota is more expensive than Tadic. Which by is, like a decent amount too. I like it by a decent chunk. So it's uh But that's a U23 thing too. Like that is a U23 thing. Yeah. Yep. So like looking at this, um, I do like Ito. I don't know if we're gonna have that type of budget. Uh I like Bergwies, but again, I don't know if we're gonna have that type of budget. Dompy's expected to be transferring. Is Selamani going too? Like out Selamani is not in the squad. I'm not yeah, sure what's going on with him. If he went to Gank, he'd be a smack and I would buy whatever you wanted to do. Yep. Um, Zion transferred. Terame, I think it's a bit hurt this year because of uh, they just have, they're just going to be a worse team. Porto's just going to be quite a bit worse, I think. Um, Kuipers, I don't really want to go to Ghent after what I saw last year with Johnny Bruno. I don't really think I want to go there. So like looking through this list, I'm just not super duper excited with the forward situation. Dude, Balotelli for 52 bucks? I mean, you might have to go there. I just looking at this, it's just a a very, very, very non attractive mm-hmm. situation. Noah Lang could actually be really good. The GOAT, Dino Hotich, who I think does probably need to add it to the list. Um Worsich isn't a bad price either. 
No, but he's rumored to be leaving as well. He could die. He has a pretty reasonable shot of going and dying. Um, Tissu Dolly is relatively cheap as well. But he has lots of issues. Um, Odegaard, I think he's better than what his score show, but again, he's not cheap. Um, really, yeah, so Mike just talked about transfers on, on Balotelli. Like, Balotelli literally could end up anywhere. Um, Shamar Nicholson could be good, but he they might not play him. I think it's him or Sobolov, so it's a matter of who gets the start there. Um, Van Zier is a possible option if he stays with USG, which appears he will, but I think USG is going to be a worse team than what they were last year. Um, but that price point's pretty favorable on yeah, him. Yeah, it's pretty decent, though. So looking at this stuff, like I don't see a forward that I am – happy about Lair. Do you see anyone that like you're okay with? Uh I mean the the drop off between the top and the effectively where we want to be like the middle is drastically yes. bigger than the other positions. Like we can get by with cheaper uh defenders and cheaper midfielders because there are some that you know they're older but they can still smash like Bigley is probably the one that jumps out. And it's really hard to find that at forward. And so I think we have to like spend up here, which is not that fun. No, it's, but, but even like if we're spending up, like where are we going to go? Cause it seemed like it was a bit too expensive to even spend up. That, I mean, it, being honest, here's another one that I don't really understand. I don't understand why Evan Nelson is cheaper than Terame. Why he is cheaper? Yeah. I agree with you. He's a much better prospect. Obviously, he could go somewhere big. Like, I heard he was rumored to Man U, I think. But, like, he's 20% cheaper than Terame and plays every game and is a much better prospect long-term as well. Um see him on the list just to see. But I do think Porto's going to take a step back. I don't think Porto's going to be as good. Uh, Maleka could be really good, but you're paying U23 tax on uh, Maleka. I, you could look at Smail Prevlak, but... I mean, I you could look at him. I mean, he's four two. It's probably a good depth option, especially if we do like the price of Steph Peters. I was gonna um, say you play both of them. Yeah, he's some guy. He's a guy that can score. Like, are you smashing your brains out with him? No, but he's a guy that's at least pretty solid. And I don't. They don't have another option, so they're going to, um, they're going to have to be playing him. Like, there's no real other options. Um, on a watch, you don't work. Pavlidis. Pavlidis could be okay. Um, 166 is probably a bit cheap. So now I guess another question. We can keep going down this list. Maybe we'll see someone we like because I don't really love our options here at all. Um, Tony Watt. Is there anyone else we could add other than Tony Watt? I actually don't even think it's a bad ad. I'm not. No, even we're definitely we're absolutely adding Tony. We're Watt. definitely adding Tony Watt. Um, content guys. It's all about the content. Now he might not be able to score on me, but hey, he might be able to score in the Scottish League, right? So, I tried to get. I offered Dazzer. Dazzer has the Tony Watt limited uh, jersey mint. Okay. And I offered him twice the going price for a limited, and he rejected me. Nice. I actually, so true story, in my attempt to, I want some more jerseys to, to represent on the shows. I tried to buy a Tony Watt jersey, but they did not ship to the States. I actually need to message Tony. Tony, if you're listening, I want to buy one of your jerseys, but I need to figure out a way to mail it to me. So if you're listening, uh, let me know. Otherwise, I'll, I'll DM you if I don't hear from you in a couple weeks. There you go. I'll, I'll know you didn't listen to the show in that situation. But but it's, you have preseason to worry about. I mean, that's understandable. 
Is Benson starting for, what is he, Antwerp? Is that where he is? I'm not familiar with Benson enough. Um, is it Antwerp? I don't, I'm not familiar enough with him to have a comment. Had some good AA some of those games as well, um, but it looked like scoring and getting decisive is not going to be a super strong point from him. See, 34 all around in this game? That'd be right. I don't know what you do as a forward to get. Um, um, all right, let's yeah. keep scrolling here. Let's keep scrolling. I don't think Tejon's locked in. Balak wishes someone that could be pretty good this year. You actually, that could be a good option because I think he could be decent and he has U23 long-term flexibility. So that could be a guy where you like buy him and then plan to play him later. Or if you ever move to U23, he could give you pass that way as well. Yeah. Um, you know who else I think could have a good year? And I don't think we will get to him. You'll have to search as Habib Gay for Quartzweig. Um, he's been really good in the preseason. And I think he's going to be a locked-in starter. I, and I wish, uh, a name I just saw, Diego Rossi. I wish we could get um, Diego Rossi, but he's been rumored to be going to South America. With this budget, is spending 38 euros on your boy Teo Bonganda worth it? Um, no, probably not. He just has, it maybe. It might I mean, be. obviously the downside rumors are literally as bad as it gets. Yes. But still just rumors at this point. Like he's priced as if that move happened. I would agree. Uh, I wouldn't say that it happened, but he's priced closer to it happening than it not happening. Like if he goes to Rangers, it's probably like 150 card, I would imagine. Like yeah. he was priced back back in July 10th. Yeah. Priced like it happened. Which was when it came out that it was happening where he went was going to Elaine. So Bullstar just brought up Furhashi. Um, so my issue with Furhashi is he doesn't spike enough. And if you're paying the price that it is for Furhashi, you really can't afford a guy that really just doesn't bag hundreds ever. Like he's gonna score goals, and that's not um an argument. But like you look and like he was cracking, he was like tapping out at 80s. Yeah. Um, and I do think he'll have rotational issues as well with Celtic. Um so he's someone that I'm a little bit more concerned about and probably just wouldn't go there for those reasons. I think yeah. Noni Maduke could have a good year, but that's a, that's a whole nother story. I don't think that's where you spend 20% of your budget. Yeah, that's I wouldn't do that. Um, I'm going to check Habib Gay because I think that he is going to be cheap. Haji Wright, 73 yeah, so Habib Gay is around $40 or 40 euros. So that's someone that I think we could definitely look at as well. Um, to give us some flexibility. Unique. Huh? Do you have his unique? I have his unique and super rare. But I think he could be pretty decent. He's been scoring really well. He showed last year that he could score goals. It was just a matter of then he got injured. Um, and even the year before he scored goals. And if Selimani's off, He'll probably be like locked into penalties. Like he's not, he's not special. Like you're not going to be bagging a massive amount of goals and you're not going to be bagging like a hundred point games, but he's a guy that can like get you decisive 50% of the time, like maybe bag 15 goals over the course of the year, which at that price point, I think is reasonable. I'm not saying we'll go there. Um, so a treat is brought up Rabbi Matondo. I think Rabbi Matondo's price has gone through the roof though. Um, to where like, I wouldn't really consider Matondo at all. Yeah, Matondo's over 0.1 ETH now. So, like, I just wouldn't be going Rabbi Matondo because at 145, we can just get other more certain players. But he could be really good this year for Rangers for sure. 
You're also paying for U23 when we're not really competing there. Correct. Um, so there's issues with that. So um, I think that's a decent list at forward. Um, I don't think there's anyone here. And then we can come back because we might want to splurge a little bit, I guess, at forward um, as well. But again, it's difficult because you told me, Laird, I can't can't buy like Juni Ito at, point at 400 euros. So makes it tricky. I think that's a poor decision, yeah. Um, I don't think we're getting a I lot think, of the champion. I think forward is the position we could look at the champion, guys, is, is my opinion. Jay Lefeu is always cheap. He is, but I don't know where exactly he's going to end up. Um, that always seems then, like the spot. So, so like, you have, you have, like, Munian. Munain is a option. Um at least uh, Scosmo is just raving about Allison Plier. Scosmo, this is not a pump your own bag show, unfortunately. But uh, yes, we'll take a look at Allison Plier. That is reasonable. That's pretty I reasonable. Will, I will give you that. We will mark down Plier because that is definitely a reasonable point, and he does actually spike too. So yes, yeah, Scosmo, just the person that we expect to give us. The reasonable, yeah, reasonable takes. That's <laughs> definitely what I expect when I think of the name Scosmo. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna put him on the list. Um, I think that makes sense. Um, Musa Dembele probably deserves to be on the list as well. He scored a lot of goals uh, last year. I do think looking at this list that we definitely have the ability to add some champion EU forwards. The issue is if everyone else is challenger and then running a champion EU forward is going to be. Um, a bit tricky. Now, I will say, Laird, so here's my comment that I have. Going into this, I did not think this was possible, but I think we are going to be able to make a challenger and global team. Okay. I didn't think that was going to be the case. Do you, we'll get to that later. Well, yeah, I'll ask that my follow-up to that later. They, um, Matt, Matt just commented that they they signed Lacazette. If if uh, Dembele scores like he did last year, it's not going to matter. Dembele is going to play. But I, I, yes, it's a it's a risk, and I probably would not go with Dembele for that reason. But uh, I did want to at least add him uh, just for the point. Tug throughout Mark Uth, who we'll get to. I don't think I passed him yet. I don't think who I think him. is like always severely, and he's also added Modeste, who I I don't like as much. But yeah, I mean Modeste is at least reasonable. Modeste is definitely someone that's at least reasonable per se. Mark I do like Mark Guth. I think I actually have a Mark Guth limited. I believe. Let me check. I think I'm his, super, sure his super was like under 0.2 once, and I was like, I should just buy that. And I didn't. And if you look now at his score right graph, in. if you look at his score graph, you can see exactly when I thought about buying him and when I decided not to. And it's right he, around here in game week two. Guth has always been someone that I I like because he was a he was a good DraftKings player as well. He was a great DraftKings player. Great DraftKings player. Um, yeah, no, I think Mark Uth is definitely someone to put on the list. Um, at that price point, is definitely realistic and cheap. Yep. Another guy I love is Toko Okambi. I I like what he brings to the table, but uh, probably won't go there. But he's definitely someone to at least probably consider. But so as you guys can see, we see a lot more of a closed gap between um, forwards between. Uh, challenger and champ. What about your boy Caprari? He really died at the end of the season, huh? He's fine. He's at Monza now. Monza? Yeah. Your your Monza stack? Yeah, I got, I'm going to have to make a Monza stack now. Nothing wrong with that. Feel Monza stack. All right. I think we have a good amount of names on the list um, to move forward, unless there's anyone else that you think we should add. I was just like quickly going through. Um, Adam Bucks, a baby. 
<laughs> Timo Werner. Imagine spending 462 euros on Timo Werner. That is much better than paying whatever Kai Havertz is. Hmm. If I remember correctly, Havertz only has one limited card. I think you said that before. I think... Um, Does Black own it? Cal pointed it out. Yeah, one. one and it was a reward. It was like oh. a mistake. Were they not... Or did they give it out during like the international break? Yeah, they did, but they never sold them. Yeah. Look at that. The floor is actually negative one ETH. That's pretty, that's, that's, pretty accurate. Money. that's pretty accurate. You should be paying people to take Kai Havertz out of your gallery. So I can't argue that. Such disrespect. Um, but am I wrong, Laird? Am I wrong? I think we ran out of decent. Yeah, there's no one else I'd really add. I do like Moses Simon. His price has been going up recently for. What, what, he Wasn't he rumored to be going somewhere else other than Nantes? I would assume so because that's the only explanation I can have for his price. Yeah. Going up 50% from when I sold him. Where he's going, I don't know, but I definitely remembered vaguely that he was planning to go uh, outside of. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's... Also, it's nuts when you look through like lists like this. I know a lot of players, and I'm familiar with a lot of situations. But like, even going through this list, like, there's so many names that people are mentioning in chat, and so many names that we just go by that I'm like, I just don't know what their situation is because it's just impossible to know every situation. Yeah, it's impossible. Every player in the yeah. right? Yeah, it's all just guys now. All right. So we've got our list. I'm guessing it costs too much just to buy everyone. Roughly. Well, yeah. So 3,000 euros for everybody. Okay. That's not bad, actually. No, no, it's pretty realistic. So I think we need to, I think we need to start at goalie. So my comment, and I'll see what you think. I want to buy two goalies. Yeah, I think two makes sense. Um, so the question for you is, is Van Combrugge one? I think you you immediately throw him out to start with the idea that like, if we have money left over, we bring him back in. But like, it's just really hard to convince me that goalkeeper is something to pay up for as opposed to like, Shouldn't we be paying up for upside? Yes, but there's also a lot to be said with the stability of Tafosi. It could be when we say Van Crombers, replace his name with a Don. Yeah, I'll, I'll add a Don just for. Yeah, we can add, we can add a Don. Like they're effectively the same player in this perspective. Um, so I, I don't think there's much difference in them. Um, in terms of Van Osh, is Van Osh locked in going into the season? Somebody said he wasn't. So I'm so willing that to would remove Van Osh. Yeah. So I think. For me, the answer would be buy Schmidt and Branderhorst for now, but I would rather replace Schmidt with a Don or Van Crombridge if we have the extra $100. What made you choose him? What do you mean? Why, like, why would you replace Schmidt and not Branderhorst? Because I would rather have one Dutch goalie, one Belgian goalie. Okay. Or like one of each league. So like if, if we're bringing in a Don, I would probably rather remove a Brandhorst. If we're moving in Van Crombridge, I'd rather remove Schmidt. Okay. If, if, does that make sense? Well, like if you bring in a Don, then you can get rid of either one of those guys. Because we're- That's what I said. If you're bringing a Don, you could keep whatever you want. If you're bringing gotcha. in Van Crombridge, yep. I would rather replace Schmidt. Sure. Okay. 
So let's get rid of at least Adon and Van Krombrush first. For now. Okay. So the, def whoops. All right, moving to defenders. So oh, we had I think we should actually go to forward. Okay. And see what we want to do at forward, because I think that's the biggest decision-making points. So <laughs> I really like Plie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate I hate like agreeing with Scosmo, but like I really like Plie. I I think you will not convince me that it's worth getting Dembele over yeah. Plie. Uh, I would say that you are not going to be able to convince me to get Dembele, Evan Nielsen, Hotich <sighs> over Plie. Or a Toko Kambi, I think I, would I was going to say I I don't really like I'm I missed out on Dembele and Toko Kambi last year. Like every time they scored, it felt like every Discord I was in had like eight people who were like, "Yes, Toko Kambi goal," and I'm like, "Why? Why does everybody have this guy?" Yeah. But then it felt like it was every week, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I had Toko Kambi super rare, but like it just I kept getting I kept like hitting I just didn't have in the right lineups ever because Champ Europe is is very frustrating. Right. You know, so I think that I really would like Van Zier because I don't think Van Zier is moving. Okay. If anyone, if anyone's here and there is rumors on Van Zier moving, let us know. Cause I'm not as familiar with his situation, but in terms of spikes, Van Zier had some massive spikes. He had some really year. good games. And with, um, they do have midweek utility as well, which is something we'll discuss. If we have enough midweek utility and enough midweek players as we go, we will probably reconsider bringing back like Van Crombruge Kromb uh, or Adon for that yep. reason. Um, so I think I would definitely add Van Zier. Yeah, I'll keep him in. Okay. I think I would add Plie. Then the question is, do you want to add a cheaper option? I feel like we should just keep Tony Watt because we should keep Tony Watt. That's fine. Or Prelback. Because I have a feeling we're going to end up keeping Steph Peters. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I, I think Caprari doesn't make any sense if you can get Uth for cheaper. I agree on Caprari. I agree on dumping Caprari. I don't think we're going to take the risk on Balakwisher or Balotelli. Yep. I don't think we're going to go Habib Gay. I don't yes, think six. we're going to go Hotich because I don't think it makes sense to pay up here. So that leaves us with five where I think we want three. Let's keep let's keep these five and cut down okay. the others and see where we are. All right. Sounds good. Okay, going to the midfield. So I, I guess here's another question for you, Laird. So I just said that I would rather probably make two lineups. I think the reason for making two lineups is a lot of these guys are relatively solid and can definitely generate um, good scores. So if we are keeping, if I'm saying I get two lineups, so here's a question for you. Would you rather get enough players to have depth and run two lineups, or would you rather run one lineup with a more stud person at the end? I think the answer is two lineups, if only because I'm not sure the stud at the end 
makes a difference. That's my point. My, I think for a, the stud to make an impact, you'd have to be spending 500 plus euros on a stud. Yes. I don't think we're going to have that in terms of funding. Right. Right. Um, all right. So midfielders here, I think. This is where we save. It's I think like literally like half of this list is under 30 euros. We And we could make it even more expensive. It's just. Hainan for me is a keep. I'm keeping Hainan. I really like what Hainan could do this year. I think he's a keep. Do you keep Naboa? He's a bit older, so I'm a little bit open on Naboa. He's got the best scores, though, like by far. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you keep Naboa or no? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. Then I'm I'm keeping Steph Peters. Yep. I think he has upside to be pretty good. And then I would probably keep Bigley, and I would dump the rest. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. So, all right. So, let's dump out Hamshick, Grohls, and Holzhauser for now. Um, so I do think that all those guys that we mentioned could be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing against any of them. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like if right. you, I mean, and few of them were like in the same price range. So if like, you just happen to like the other guy instead of Biglia, like go nuts. Okay. So Bullstar just, and this actually might change things a little bit for me too. So Bullstar just mentioned that Van Zier and Tuma have said they're staying as of last thing he read. So I think we should maybe consider adding Tuma to this list and then adding Morris to the goaltender list and see where we're at when we get there. Because I think that those two guys might make some sense for us as well. So, all right. So let's we also add Burgess. We already did add Burgess to the defenders. We just haven't gone through defenders yet. And I think they're relatively shallow. So, like, I think they might take a yeah. step back, but I think people might play a lot because they don't have another alternative. Um, all right. So, here's the defenders list. So, like, looking at Burgess, very favorable price. How much was Morris again? Was he 300? Yeah, 280. So, that maybe instead of a Dawn and um, instead of a Dawn and uh, Van Crombridge, we look at Morris. Like that could make sense uh, as well. Yep. So, um, so uh, we throw out Gomez and Hote, right? So we definitely throw out Gomez and Hote because I would just go Delcroix if we went that path. Right. I would throw out Mechla. I just don't think we need to pay that price for Mechla. Um, and we don't we don't get Coates if we're going with Morris. Correct. If we're going with Morris, we're not going to get Coates. So I probably throw out Coates. That leaves, I would probably take Delcroix, but I like Delcroix and think he could be pretty good. Um, I think we definitely keep Guilherme, even though he's Russian in the Russian league, but I think we probably want to. No, he's Turkey. Turkey. Yeah, he's in Turkey. Sorry. Yeah, he's in Turkey. My bad. The goalie Um, is in Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. So, all right. So, like this list, I think we get rid of. Pharaoh, because I just don't think we take the risk on Pharaoh. But what do you think? Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't think it's as risky, but like, I just don't think it fits. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Okay. So I think we dump Pharaoh. I think we dump Rakitsky. I don't think we're going to keep Rakitsky. I'd rather spend 17 bucks on Tony Watt. Me too. See, Tony, we value you. Um, (laughs) Mm, probably. Well, I guess I'm open to realistically the rest of these guys. Yeah, we just don't need them all. Correct. 
So I think we should go back to forward now, see what we're at from a price point standard and decide what we want to do at forward. Let's see where we are in total. That's a good call. 1490. So we got to find 496 euros in savings. Yes. But one of the goalies is definitely coming off the list. Oh, that's true. Yep. One goalie is definitely coming off the list um, for sure. And we did add like a lot of mids. So like some mids have to come off the list. We're definitely going to be cutting some people. So oh, I guess Morris was 280, not 231. Yeah, 280. Is he, why is his valuation so much different? Um, probably just hasn't sold. Now we got to get him soon. His price going up. Oh, no. So he went for 236 an hour. So I guess 280 is probably aggressive. 280 is aggressive. It's probably closer to. Oh, there's a. All right. If we can get him for 240 right now, this thing's ending in four minutes. Yeah. I mean, well, 226. It looks like we're going to. So it looks like he's off by about 0.05. No, 226 is the current bid. We can't yeah. Get so it. it looks like he's off like by like $50 in terms of like what his value or his list yeah. is. All right, so I this think- This is your way of getting us to spend more than 1,000 euros, by the no, way. No, you're no. like, oh, that guy, you just, well, just spent 1050. That's clearly, the valuation is more accurate than his floor. Like the, the floor is clearly off on him. Mm -hmm. um, so I think what we do is, so here's a question for you, Laird. Do we want to be going with a USG stack? To me, it does make sense. It seems like a very underpriced stack. Yes. And, and that's what we like. We like an underpriced stack. Let's see um, what the stacks look like here. So we had Burgess, Teddy, Van Zier, right? Yes, and Morris. And right. Yes. So they average. They've never scored sixty points together. Meaning, no, that can't be right. It just, I, I don't, sometimes that stacking stuff is just weird. It's a little wonky, yeah. But yeah, 207 yeah. points from these four on average. Obviously, we're not playing for averages, but. Correct. All right. Like, um, so I think, I'm trying to see if they have another option, because I know Nielsen would have been the option, but Nielsen's gone. Yep. I'm trying to see if they have another option as someone to bring in as well. I think we just don't know who it would be yet. Would you want it to be an like an attacker or? I would have liked it to be Nielsen um, because Nielsen's good. I, I don't think their other defenders are great. I'm trying to. Candus wasn't bad. What's up? This guy Ishmael Candus. Yeah, Candus is not very good, and was not very productive last year for them. Um, so I don't know if I would go Candus. I'm trying to think of what else they have coming in we need machita to start come on well i would like to use machita someone's going to replace nielsen and probably be relatively productive but um tuma could actually be even better this year because he yeah. can absorb some additional free kicks yeah um gator guys having a fit right now for how much we're talking about teddy oh he's a big teddy fan he loves him yeah that makes sense so i think so i think we keep the stack i think we definitely keep the usg stack so in that situation at goalie i would probably keep brandahorst over right. schmidt yep so let's go dump vandahorst brandahorst out let's see where that gets us or schmidt out i'm sorry yeah schmidt yeah all right we need 347 euros right. so let's go back to defender 
and we'll go position by position because we're going to dump some stuff. All right, so we are definitely keeping Christian Burgess. Yeah, that one we're definitely keeping. Um, There's I no reason to have Senesi and Delcroix. So definitely are dumping one of those, if not both. We could even dump both. That's true. I would probably dump Delcroix and keep Senesi, but I'm not sure if anyone's aware of Marco Senesi going anywhere. Let me know. Um, I think he's been. Well, apparently he could move. He's good enough to move. He's good enough to move. So maybe we don't want Senesi. I'd probably just dump Senesi in that situation because he could move. Yep. So that is a pretty good list for me at defenders. All right. So let's move to. I was going to say, that's got to get us pretty darn close to 1,000. I'm fine if we go under and then we can just add people back in too. Or we just, you know, save money for our sub 40. Well, that's, that's actually valuable because of. In that situation, though, we need to add a third goalie. Um, I'm no, pretty, we just forget about entering challenger. And just I'm pretty special. good with the midfielders. Are you good with the midfielders? Like, I think we probably keep all the midfielders. Yes. Yeah. All right, so let's go to the forwards, where I think we definitely need to make some cuts at forward. Um, so I think we want to cut... Ooh. I think you realistically cut Uth. Yeah, or Plie. Or Plie. I think, how much do we need to, to save here, Laird? Like 140 bucks, I think. Let's go, let's go check it out. We need, oh, 189 we need. 189. So if we cut Plie, we are under 1,000. So I would probably... No, no, no. no Plie, uh, wasn't Plie... Plie is 100. 100. Yeah, you said we were at 1,089, right? No, sorry. 1,189. Oh, 11, we have 189 to cut. 189 to cut. I would probably cut Plie. Oh, Plie. Scosmo City has a possible transfer. Well, so Scosmo, yeah. why are you giving us Plie then? We are using you as like the Plie homer here. Scosmo, always just degening it up. Just never so it is, kids. it is worth pointing out that if we, and, and it doesn't really make sense to do this, but if we cut Morris for Brandon or for uh, Schmidt, like we're there. Yes. So there's that. Um, yes, but I think that this plan with USG and the midweeks and all that stuff, I think it makes sense. I, I agree with you. All right, all so right, we get five euros left. Can we get a check on what the Morse went for? Because if, it, if, his, if his auction went for 236, we cannot be – I mean, come on, Larry. you got to give me a bone here. 225 he went for. The auction, like there so can we can we say that Morris is 230? I mean we could say whatever we want, Sean. It's our show. All right. So yeah, we're in charge. So all right, Morris is 230. So, so that's, that puts the can we check? Do you have the valuation prices? Oh uh, that so one yeah. will we'll change the price. Stokey Stokey had my back. He knew that that was too high of a price. All right, so where are we at, Laird? The cumulative price is ten eighty five. All right, but that's so then minus ten thirty five. We're at okay, so we're at ten thirty five. All right, so I think we dump one of the defenders, and then we will be under our price point. So looking at one of these defenders, I think we could dump 
realistically, any of these guys uh, between Melly, Bruno Martins, Indy, and Cropper, I'm going to say we just dump Bruno Martins, Indy, because if we don't dump, dump Bruno Martins, Indy, then you're going to tell me that we are over by $1 or something. And so to me, it makes no sense. So I think we just <laughs> dump Bruno Martins, Indy. We could dump Cropper, too, if you want to officially be under the, the numbers glared. Well, uh, Proper's less, he's like half of Martin's Indy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I would dump Bruno Martin's Indy then. All right. So we have, that gets us like comfortably under. Oops. That was yeah, when we factor in Morris. Back so we're 1038 and we were supposed to take 30 off of Morris. So we're at 1008. No, we're supposed to take 50 off of Morris. Oh, 50? 50. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yes, we're under here. Yes, we're under. So the other alternative here, so like here's the other two options we have. So the other two options are we could cut a few more people and upgrade someone into like a 200 to $300 mid, or we can cut some people and keep some flexibility going with, um, with like bringing in people for specialists and stuff. So like, to me, so here's the discussion on the specialist stuff, and I didn't think we'd have to have it, but the specialist is the best game mode for people playing limiteds. Uh, yep. It's the only way you can win rares realistically, and you do have a good shot. And like this lineup, like if you put in a lineup that has like a goalie, U40 defender, U40 mid, one of your forwards, and um, like Nabo or something like that line can win cards in limited. Yep. So I think that you definitely want to keep some flexibility or at least with the idea, you don't necessarily need to like not have any of these players. Like you could have these players and then if you need to sell them in the future, you can as well. Um, but like, how would you approach the specialist and underdog competitions layer? Because the way that I'm seeing things to me with what we just put together and the new rules that they have for the the limited competition or the underdog competitions, which by the way I think is dumb, but that's what they're doing. You make three lineups. Uh, you make a uh, global all star, you make a challenger, and you make a underdog lineup. Well, you can run an underdog lineup with like Pralvec and uh, and Steph Peters and stuff. So like, you have the potential to run like a reasonable option lineup in the underdog as well. So like, I think this gets you three competitive lineups that can get cards. Now the question is, can you win big cards with this? Not frequently. I think in order to win big cards, you're going to need to bring in some heavy hitters, but if you're winning, let's say 50 to hundred dollars worth of cards a week, which I, I think is realistic, like you definitely can win a couple cards a week. And they could be like tier twos and stuff. Like you could totally win like a um, Smail Provac card on a week, which is worth like $42. So if you win like $100 a week, you can buy a high-end card like in a month. Like after a month, you are like, all right, I have like $400. And you can bring in like a Junior Ito yep. at forward, which can be really huge for you. So like to me, this seems like a pretty good path with a thousand euro budget to get some decent type of return. You also have depth. You have depth provided to um, get you through some injury issues. Like if someone goes down, you do have someone already in that is there to cover. It lets you play some matchups because you typically have three or four guys at each position 
that you can pick and choose from. So I, I, I like what we did here. I think it, it makes sense um, in terms of what Laird and I are thinking here. Just looking at this and obviously the, the rules for specialists are, are 40 and below, but underdogs been 50. Like we have a full underdog team here. Correct. Like you can play Branderhorst, uh, Muhlenstein, Peters, Watt, or Van Zier, and one of the others. Like, yeah, it's ready for you. I actually think you're you'd be better off doing All Star and Underdog. But you like, don't I just you, think that the weeklies are better than like. Um, but you can do all three layer. We have enough players to do all three. Because the underdog now is no is a zero. You can play a zero spot. So you right, the zero goalie. You zero goalie and you run three lineups. Like this. Are you sure this, that's staying forever? I don't know. I think yeah. I, personal opinion, I think it's dumb and I don't like it because it, it even further makes goalies like like super. It realistically like kills super or goalies. Like super or goalies are already terrible enough. And then you're basically saying like you don't have to play a super or goalie. You have to so I, I find that to be frustrating. I don't know if it's going to stay. It might, though. And if it does, you have three lineups here. If it doesn't, you have depth for two. Um, and, and like Laird said, like I would definitely consider running underdog. I would probably run underdog over Challenger Europe, for example. That's what I, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So like if it goes to that point, I would, run, uh, I would run that instead of Specialist Europe. And then what I would do is I would wait and see. Like certain weeks, you might want to play the Specials. For example, sure. let's say Van Zier comes in and has a – 30 next game and it lowers his L15 to, to under 40. I would totally look at running a specialist lineup the following week where you go out and buy a like U40 goalie, preferably if they have one, because if you get a U40 goalie that's like a starter, that could give you a third line going forward, which could be really helpful. But if not, like buy a cheap defender, you can always find them for like 0.01 ETH um, to like 15, 20 bucks. I was going to say, you mean like $15? 15, yeah, 15, 20, 20 euros layered. 20, 15 to 20 euros. And then you can have a reasonably competitive specialist line as well. So I think you definitely have to keep your flexibility with what this gallery is. But I think with how we just have prepared it, we've given quite a bit of flexibility to do that. Yeah. One thing I wanted to point out, which you're not going to be so happy about, is I believe the numbers I was quoting for the price of our gallery was based on the valuations, not the floors. So we need to cut another one. Uh, I, I'm willing to not do it. No, no, we we got it. We got to do it. We have we're at 10:38. Like I was looking. Um, yeah, like it clearly says valuation, not floor. And so we actually were getting the cheaper Morris at 2:31. Okay. So then, no, we need to do it, Laird. So we need to cut one more person. So I think that person should be um, probably one of the defenders. It's got to be. How much did I say that was? You, you said I think you need to, we need to get rid of like 38 bucks. 38 euros we need to get rid so of. I think one of the defenders is like 38 euros. Uh, so it's anyone on this list right here. Proper, Muhlenstein. Any no, it's got to be above. Excuse me. Yeah, but you, we can just call it proper because like the valuation on Morris we just saw is 1025 or 225, not 236 or whatever. So we can be off by like $2. Let's see what we – look at that. 1,000 euros even. I mean, did we do it right or did we do it right, Laird? On Here we go, everyone. So I, I think this is a pretty good exercise. I think this was a, a good exercise to run through and see um, what you can sort of get uh, on a 1,000 euro budget. 
Um, obviously, like like people were talking about with goalies and, and different players, like is Anthony Morris any better than Van Crombruge or Don? No. Like if you want a Van Crombruge or a Don, go get Van Crombruge or a Don. Like they're mm-hmm. very similar. Um, same thing. Like you can replace and add in different names and stuff uh, throughout this. Like you don't need to just stick to the names that we said. Um, but I think this is better. And this goes to the point, I think, too, we are trying to make. I think that it is better and makes more logical sense for people to get more of a, um, like me, everyone be sort of like in the middle, be like mediocre slash depth. And then from there, you can build out your more elite level pieces. Because if you buy out elite level pieces and then someone gets injured, then you have to deposit more. And the idea behind this is that you don't want to deposit more. This is like what your budget is. So I think by us doing it like this, we you'll keep yourself comfortably within that budget have the ability to play two or three teams a week, which is great. Like I do, and I do think they're competitive enough to get you cards. I don't think you're going to be like winning global all-star week in, week out. Like it, then again, though, you do have a pretty much a stack here with yep. USG. If USG go out and win five, nothing in a week and everyone smashes. Hey, all of a sudden you're up near the top of the leaderboard. So I think you build out like this. After you build out like this, you probably will be getting a card a week or give or take. I, I would say with this little gallery, you'd probably get a card a week. Would you agree? I think that's aggressive, to be honest. We're, okay, we're that's two lineups, but I think Three. you're certainly in the running for a lineup every week. Yeah, you, you definitely have a shot to get a card. With, every lineup you're putting out there will at least have a shot to get a card. Yeah. I mean, you're um, going to have this week where USG are home against, you know, Oipen or Sarang. Um, Sarang, yeah. And it's like, that's that's perfect. So Mike, Mike asked which one of us is buying this squad. I would totally buy this squad and run it, except for it would be worse than what I am running otherwise. If Laird we could multi-account, I, I would open an account today. Yeah, so what, what Laird and I would really like to do, Mike, and we wanted to do this for like the five ETH gallery we built too. I wish we had the ability to create like the So Rare Data League or So Rare Data Show, strategy show, uh, Gallery. account and was able to run this because i would totally do that if we could do that laird and i already talked about it before if we had the ability to do it we would both be happy putting in a little bit of money to do it and uh it would be fun but like in terms of like actually doing it and replacing better lineups with worse lineups that i just i'm not going to do that one i'm more open to doing it for limiteds i guess though than other like i'm never going to replace my other lineups with right. worse lineups but like limiteds i would consider yeah. Frankly, some of these lineups are probably better than what I'm putting out these days. But anyway, uh, thank you to everybody who has uh, joined us live. Always appreciate you guys and your comments uh, during the show. Anyone who is uh, watching the replay, thank you for doing that. Uh, We went a little long today, but to be able to land on exactly 1,000 euros, um, everybody who made it to the end just saw such, uh, such a great finish there. So thank you to everybody who's done that. If you're listening to the audio version, if you guys could please rate and review uh, everybody watching the video, if you could hit the like button, that is always very helpful. Um, I will be back early next week with Andy for the Sober Andrews podcast. And then Sean and I will be back at the end of next week for another strategy show. Thank you everyone again. And Sean, good luck this weekend.